Hello, everybody, and welcome into the That's Good podcast. I am your host, James Finneral, here to preview the 2022 Mexico Open. Before diving into this week's preview, I wanted to take a quick look back at last week's event, the Zurich Classic of New Orleans, where Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantlay took home the victory. They're known as very good friends. They broke the record in the first round, shooting a 59 in that best ball format, and they never got out of control for the rest of the weekend. They had some challengers, kind of closed the gap a little bit, but they never lost the lead. They went wire to wire in this event. Cantlay clearly playing very well, and I'm excited to see what this does for Xander Shoffley specifically, and will either of these guys get their first major this season? We'll have to stay tuned to find out, but congratulations to Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantlay. Now moving on to this week's event, this will be one of our lighter podcasts as it isn't the strongest event on the PGA Tour schedule, but still excited. The Mexico Open, it's the first time this is an official event on the PGA Tour. It's been on other tours, but the first time it's an official PGA Tour stop here. And yes, the field is clearly not as strong this week as the official world golf ranking has the strength of field at 151 ranking versus So the RBC Heritage was a 461, if that gives you any type of reference there. They'll be playing at Vidanta Vallarta course. It's a par 71, 7,456 yards, a Greg Norman design, past pound grass. Should be a pretty gettable course for these players. There are bunkers all around many of the greens, and that will be the main defense of the course, I would say. But pretty open, just like last week off the tee. So maybe more reliant on distance this week as opposed to accuracy that we really harped on during the RBC Heritage at Harbortown. So distance can definitely help with that 7,456-yard course, but that should set up easier for approach shots compared to a Harbortown. But wind can definitely play a factor, especially But this course is along the Pacific coastline. So really look out for that to be a big storyline across this tournament. Moving right along to our betting angles here, we'll look at the favorites via the DraftKings Sportsbook with John Rahm at 3.5 to 1, Abraham Answer, Kevin Na, Gary Woodland, and Cameron Tringale at 20 to 1, and Tony Finau and Sebastian Munoz at 25 to 1. Last week's bets, I think this might have been the most unlucky week of the season so far. I'm not upset with any of my picks at all. We had Joaquin Neiman and Mito Pereira in that top 20. They withdrew after the first day with a back injury. That's completely out of our control, but um, they didn't have a great first day, so who's to say if they would have made the cut, but just unlucky that they withdrew there. And our two matchups, Vegas is so good at setting these odds. The two matchups that we picked last week were both even matchups, and these two matchups were tied going into the final round on Sunday. Keegan Bradley and Brendan Steele went low and then ended up taking out Sunjay Im and Ben On there, but Sunjay Im and Ben On finishing T14 was about as good as I could have expected. It's just that Keegan Bradley and Brandon Steele outperformed what I thought. And then our other matchup, Cameron Smith and Mark Leishman over Scotty Scheffler and Ryan Palmer. Smith and Leishman could have easily won this. This was there for the taking. They only lost by one shot, firing a 72 on Sunday in the alternate shot format. So we know those guys can go lower than that, even an alternate shot. So that one could have pulled through for us. Nonetheless, we move along looking for a bounce back week here. And I just have one play for the Mexico Open. And it is Abraham Answer in the top 20 at plus 110. He's been a little inconsistent lately. He's coming off being cut at the Masters. But I believe this will be the get right spot for him. And he's not too far removed from a very solid showing at the WGC Dell Technologies match play. I think he's clearly the second best player in this field behind John Rahm. He doesn't blow people out of the water in any specific area but there aren't many holes in his game either. He's a great ball striker and iron player. I believe he's going to set himself up well off the tee. 
and going to be able to pepper those greens. And I have faith that he's just going to put himself in great positions this week. I trust his skill over many, many other players in the field, as I do believe he is the second best player. And he's playing in his home country of Mexico, and that has to mean more to him there. So I think he's going to have the motivation. I believe he has the skill. I like him to contend in this tournament, and I certainly like him to be in the top 20 at a plus 110 number there. Now, last week's winner pick was so close. We had Sam Burns and Billy Horschel, and they came in second place alone. They had an opportunity. They had it within one on Sunday, but they put it in the water down the stretch, and I think they had to take those risks to try to overtake Shoffley and Cantlay, but those guys weren't going to make any major mistakes to open the door again. So a lot of my picks to win, I do bet them top 10 personally, and that's kind of what I would advise you to do as picking a winner is so difficult. So that was nice to catch that there. But Sam Burns and Billy Horschel were an excellent team, and I, I hope they team up again in the future and potentially in the President's Cup as well. But would have been nice to get that, that winner pick there. But without further ado, our winner for this week is John Rahm at 3.5-1. to one. I, I don't like to pick the heavy favorite, but it feels like this tournament is just completely his to win. I use him in my best bets a lot, but I haven't used him as a pick to win. And I would not suggest betting this as a pick to win at such a low number three and a half to one I haven't seen a number that low honestly I usually would only bet a winner at somewhere outside 12 to one because the odds are just so stacked against you and you need those higher numbers to eventually yield those better returns so don't bet the winning bet here at plus 350 but I'm taking him as the player I feel is going to win this tournament he hasn't had his best stuff this year honestly but he's far and away the best player in this field. He's got the distance to handle this course, and for sure he's got the accuracy and iron play. If his putter is neutral, just even with the competition, he will certainly be in contention and believe he'll have a good chance to win this tournament. And I think this will be a great confidence boost for him before these big events coming up as we head towards the summer here. So John Rom as my winner at plus 350, but would not advise betting that as an outright winner. If you want to play him top five, maybe go for that instead. Moving into the Dark Horse segment here, last week we had Charles Schwartzel and Christian Bezadenhout. This was a pretty good pick. They made the cut, finished tied for 32nd. Nothing too flashy. They didn't really put themselves in contention at any point, but nice to see them make the cut. I think they were 60-1 to 1 heading into the week. So solid performance there, and nice to see Charles Schwartzel specifically with his game kind of coming around here. But without further ado, our Dark Horse pick for the week is Kevin Streelman at 60-1. to 1. I think he's coming into this week a little bit underrated. I was surprised to see the 60-1 to 1 number on him, honestly. His last performance, he missed the cut at the RBC Heritage. But before that, he'd been playing some really solid golf. Tied for 18th at the Valero. Tied for 7th at the Valspar. Tied for 22nd at the Players. So I think his game is coming around, and especially his approach game, which is an area that he hasn't been as sharp on. But I'm seeing, that, seeing gains in that specific area there, which I think is huge, especially this week. And he has been very consistent off the tee, so I'm not worried about that at all here. So I have more faith in his consistency and ability to adapt to these different situations than other guys in this range outside of 50 to 1 here. So I like Kevin Streelman as the dark horse pick this week at 60 to 1. And that just about wraps up our preview of the Mexico Open. I will be back next week with a preview of the Wells Fargo Championship. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you next time on the That's Good Podcast. Mm-hmm.